0: And O'Neill. I was Danish. I was O'Neill. So I can tell you how they both feel. It's a free podcast, so it's a fucking good deal. They are calling it Danish, Danish and O'Neill, Danish and O'Neill, Danish and O'Neill, Danish and O'Neill, Danish and 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 O'Neill.
1: Oh, all right. That is right. This is Danish and O'Neill, as the Bushman just said. Yeah. It's actually Danish and O'Neill. I am Danish.
2: This is O'Neill, and uh, this is the Bushman. <laughs> he's <laughs> no, not, he's here, not here, everybody.
1: We can't handle back to back Bushman affairs. We'll
2: see the Bushman, or you'll probably hear from him in about a year. I mean, I heard from him uh, hours after the podcast was released. Of he was course. calling, blowing up the phones, trying to find out how it was. If you guys want to send him an email telling him you like the show, yeah, no one's emailed them yet. I figured it it was Will with three L's and then Lahai. There was
1: a number, I think. I forget. Uh, it's on that. It's on last episode. Yeah. This is episode 47, everybody. Welcome to heaven. 47. Yeah. Let me do some quick. I have some quick shout outs. By the way, the shout out policy is going to change after episode 50. <laughs> Big announcement.
2: I have 47 uh, shout outs to give for episode 47.
1: Minor quick. Uh, Dr. Nova wanted a full name shout out. It's good he got it in now before the shout out moratorium hits. He would he, he's he's been around There will for be a while. exemptions yeah. too to the <laughs> so. it's not going to be no shout outs but it will definitely yeah. be harder to get, harder to attain. <laughs> Dr. Nova wants a full name. Mark he phonetically gave it to me cuz it's a hard it's an yeah, odd it spelling. Hard. Mark Prosequus Doctor Nova, Mark Prozequis. yeah.
2: It's Doctor, it's Doctor now.
1: Eric Borkowski, I uh, heard us. Oh, on the, the old Bork,
2: Borkowski. The old
1: Bork, <laughs> he heard us on the Birdcast. Welcome aboard, Borkowski. Yeah. Shout out to Desquad Ottawa. He said uh, he did not tell me a name. That's his Twitter handle. How about you change that to Danish O'Neill, Ottawa? <laughs> you keep going Squad. <laughs> Uh, Brad Bradward. I don't know if that's a real name. Brad Bradward? Sounds fake. His buddy Paul left a review. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a guy who... He wanted a shout out for Brad Bradward. He sounds like a bank robber. Logan Lutane, fellow Hoosier. Uh, you're a Hoosier. I'm not. He used his mom's account to leave us an iTunes review. He may be 10 years old. I don't know, but thank you, Logan.
2: That's right. I like your style.
1: Spencer sent us something to the comedy store. We
2: got it. Thank you. The stickers uh, are going to be put in the mail tomorrow. I've got... I might... Get a larger envelope than the one that- And stuff it? Yeah. You do have a lot of stickers. I have a lot of stickers. I might just ship the uh, the grocery bag, the brown grocery bag I have that has like 30 pounds of stickers in it. (laughs) Just be like, here, man, this is your problem.
1: And then uh, we left out, uh, I knew we would leave out some. I think we left out more than uh, one, but- a female listener, remember we did the list, oh, yeah, Jen yeah. from Indy, who we met, Stewart's that lady. That is right. Hey, ladies. So that's, uh, yeah, that's all I got. So.
2: Remember, Jen, no girls allowed. Well, a couple. <laughs> no, you're cool.
1: Uh, I have to play, you may not like this because, hold on, I have an update that I need to play, but there's a new sound for Gosh. when we... For when we're talking dude, about this something. Is
2: more, this has turned into a morning zoo dude, radio show. people like it, dude. People yeah. like the sounds. What are we, Bob and Tom? <laughs>
1: Time for a Danish and O'Neill update. So, from the news desk, <laughs> uh, do you recall, I forget what episode it was, when you came in and you were sexually assaulted on yes. your way into the building?
2: Do I... Do I remember? Well, I'm talking... I'm working through it currently. But I'm
1: talking to you, but I'm also talking to those at home okay. listening. Uh, if you don't know, O'Neal, when he was walking in here...
2: Sexually assaulted. A I young walk girl who looks I like was, a minor. I'll uh, I'll walk him through the scenario. A girl, I hold a door open for her. Just sum it up quickly. She asks me if I home. have a lighter. I say no. Then she buries her face in my chest. Won't let go of me i get aggressive and angry and I tell her to please let me go.
1: So on my way into the building today, remember as you recall when you the, that night I said I had been with that girl yes in the building in the people whose apartment I was in. Her friend is the girl who she was turning 21, way younger yeah, yeah. than anyone we should associate with probably. But uh so I went to the the people whose apartment it was. They were out front. They were leaving to go uh swimming they actually invited me and i said uh, you have a
2: pool here where were they leaving to go they swim? were going to
1: the standard which isn't quite my scene but i said hey i think about it and then came in here and didn't go
2: but uh <laughs> were you really thinking about it no not <laughs> at all. why do you just tell people the truth then because it's too awkward it's not awkward they go okay that's cool so uh i ran
1: into them and i was like hey remember that girl from your place it was pretty crazy and she's like oh yeah and i go so i told them the story and now I have the other side of the
2: story. What's the other side of the story? <laughs> yeah. Am I might have to get the sirens oh, are ready. Are you kidding me? Am I might have to get the sirens. By the way, you, you, those sirens are over. People, uh, I'm, I'm doing. Oh, t- <laughs> people. T- Two guys like it, you motherfucker. Dude, people love the siren. It's disrespectful to me, and I will not. I, all right. My rants are done. All right, that's fine, but people deal, People will miss the siren. Three people say they like it. But I was, and you always go, it's three people, you think
1: it's 30. I will respect your wishes on a siren moratorium.
2: Please, by all means, uh, ignore my wishes and go with those two guys. I'm just saying they're a crowd favorite. I know but, but I can't I, it's it affects my ranting. Okay, I, I will not. I can get, I play them at the end of a rant? You can play them for a second at the beginning of a rant and then stop. But you can't play it through a rant. Got otherwise it. it throws my rant off. So I off. need to
1: get my timing better.
2: That's fine.
1: So they were one. They're like we were wondering who that was because they didn't. They, she came back and was like, "I just hugged the guy." And they were like, "She was I just hugged one of your neighbors." And they were like, "Oh shit!" Like, <laughs> yeah, like this fucking, yeah, like she's a wild a, sexual it was, animal. It was like, do we have to apologize to someone? And so she came back to them and was like, "Oh my god, I just hugged the guy," and he said, "You need to get the fuck off of me." <laughs> <laughs> she said, <laughs> she, Are you and she goes, "I've never been so rejected when trying to give out love in my whole life." <laughs> so in her <laughs> in her eyes she was just trying to give out yeah, love well, to you dude i tell
2: you what in my
1: eyes it was a sexual assault <laughs> And so they told me I said basically Sexually assaulted you And she also Another resident Got a Domino's pizza She sees the guy Give me me a slice of that What?
2: Attack the pizza? They're like This lady's She's a public nuisance You know what Look Why doesn't she channel All that sexual rage And go blow The 92 year old uh, World War II vet That lives upstairs
1: I think he's way past That doing anything for him
2: Something tells me That that might He might have uh, He might be brought back To reality With a little just. from a twenty-one year old. I think if he were to get it up, which would be a modern-day miracle, dude. The people people are fucking well into their hundreds. And then
1: if he came, I think he would die. Like he's like, that's a, he that's was a it.
2: happy man. Yeah, is that's what he that's would die. Yeah. That, no, I'm saying right then. Oh yeah, right then. Yeah. I mean, that's the way to go out if you're that guy. Um, we wow. Just, that's a, Well, that's an interesting. Uh, that's wow. That's so an an interesting now you see side. why
1: we needed an update sound. It was
2: something we had talked about before. The weird thing is, I didn't think that it affected her at all. Like, I, she, the way she walked away was no, just- No, it, it hurt her.
1: <laughs> I feel good then. You rejected her, yes. and I think it's still sticking with her now. <laughs> Dude, you she said she's never been so rejected trying to give out love in her life. You took on, you're now her, like,
2: yeah, stepfather. Well, I, okay. <laughs> Why can't well, that's, he love me? It's fine. Maybe <laughs> she'll see it as a conquest and try to give me that love again. She
1: said, though, the girl I saw- the, the friend in the building She's like She's that lady's problem Like I don't Yeah Yeah she's like She's her wild card I'm not Yeah yeah you her.
2: don't need it Yeah You she's don't like, need to get in on that No
1: I'm saying Yeah the lady Yeah, yeah. Cause they're like normal, Fairly normal people They're like Just normal humans Yeah Yeah so she was like Yeah it's not my deal <laughs> She was when she was in here I was like watching her She was like going crazy
2: I, Dude I literally I didn't think it. I seriously The way she walked away I thought she didn't even hear it No it It stuck in her craw dude <laughs> he stuck it to well, her. All right. Well so be it. A lesson to all you kids out there. We just came back. Uh it's a Saturday night yeah. recording. It's uh, a sa- it's also a sad der day night. For some,
1: uh if you're we came from Big Earl Scrakel's house, he was kind enough to invite us over for UFC one hundred ninety no nine or big news though, in the MF. No, boners, no boners. Not one
2: heavyweight on the card. I know. So no boners allowed. But uh, sometimes he would try to work them up for lighter weight individuals. If you don't know, if
1: you're new to the podcast, Earl Skakel is a man who uh, when heavyweight fighters fight in the UFC, he oftentimes gets boners and isn't afraid to show them uh, to...
2: He doesn't really show them as so much as... Through the pants uh, show them. No, but I mean, he doesn't, sh- he doesn't show them so much as uh, flip it around in your face. Like when you, yeah. you'll be talking to somebody on your left... And then, as soon as you turn to the right, the boner almost hits you in the eye.
1: He uses it to serve hors d'oeuvres. He put once put a mini hot dog on there, and he he put an <laughs> olive in the in the hole of it. Ah, uh, what a crazy card, man! Uh, Faber got completely dominated by Dominic Cruz. The dominator. you know what?
2: And some people will call it a boring fight. I Dominic Cruz, his style is just it mesmerizes me, and it puts me in a trance because. You just don't know what the fuck's going on. He's on gas in the
1: first round. But he's like, have you ever fucked like a crazy girl and you just don't know if she's going to like punch you or bite? You know, it's like, it's just so interesting. You're like, I don't know what he's going to do. I don't know if he knows what he's going to do. It's just so,
2: so unorthodox. If you saw that guy training, you would say that guy sucks. You think that guy doesn't know what the (laughs) fuck he's doing. But here he is. He's cracked the code. Nobody knows how to train for this I can't tell if he's athletic unathletic it's just like a bizarre he's super athletic no but it's just like so weird to watch Dude, the way he moves is he moves like a guy with serious athletic uh ability it's
1: just so it's just so bizarre and he's had so many injuries a crazy story that he was able to come back he fought once over a three and a half year period
2: it's crazy what guy fights at the level that he does with his hands down nobody yeah and he just moves it's all and yeah he dominated Faber. i and just was, wonder uh, like Eh, I think
1: he's different enough, but remember Machida, no one could hit him, and then finally, Shogun. Yeah,
2: but this guy's way different. Yeah, Machida just, was like a guy who would just, he would go, he would back he, he, up. He would like fight literally like physically leaning back. He would literally be, you couldn't counter him because he was gone, whereas... He, Cruz stays in the pocket except he moves. Cruz is like a porno, there's so much in and
1: out. He'll he'll dart yeah. in and then he runs back out and then he darts it but you can't predict when his head goes down to
2: the side sometimes, he wings punches. And then his post fight uh, when he talks to Rogan and the Octagon, the guy I mean he's very he's a good speaker. Very confident yeah. too. But
1: uh, so congratulations to him and then the the, up, I, the upset I said was uh, the biggest upset I'd seen since Matt Serra took down our friend of the show uh, Mr. George Saint Pierre. It was I uh, uh, and Michael Bisbing. Ugh, a man the count, we, the count. Never count the count out. A man. It's, neither of us okay. are huge fans of, but you got to tip your it, cap. It's to oddly, the biggest
2: upset. He upset Luke Rockhold for the belt. I, I I don't like Michael Bisbing, but oddly inspirational. Here's a guy, no athletic ability. He even said, "I'm I'm just an average guy." And he said and he goes, "I'm less than average." He also he doesn't have punching. I mean, well, obviously he does, but like But he's been told typically typically, a long time. He, he didn't finish guys. No. and uh, he's, But he's a fucking workhorse, 37 man. years old and he's a hell of a chin. He's taking some beatings. Yeah, but he's a workhorse and it goes to show you and he never lost confidence in his quest to become a champion and get a belt and he fucking did it. And he can't but, see out of one uh, eye due to fighting. Yeah, and you know what they did? Because that eye, they filled it with fucking gel so that it will float around until he's done fighting and then they'll reattach it. I heard a rumor that that was horse semen. It, yeah, that's the that's the, the softest <laughs> material on earth. I sleep on a, a horse semen pillow. Really? Yeah, it's wow. filled with it. Maybe
1: we could get sponsored.
2: Yeah, horse semen. <laughs> so, uh, Wild Night of Fights,
1: one of the craziest things is I heard a rumor oh, earlier man. in the day. I didn't believe it. That Brock Lesnar was going to fight UFC 200. And in my mind, I go, A, that's like not even two months away.
2: No, it's, a, it's, it's this month,
1: isn't it? It's I at the end of the month. I don't know, but two... Lesnar's under contract with WWE and Vince McMahon, I was like, is going to have no part of that. And then they show a promo, lo and behold, Brock Lesnar's the end of the promo. I'm like, that's insane.
2: Joe Rogan didn't even, and uh, Goldberg didn't even know. It was crazy. And also, yeah, my biggest thing was... Has this guy secretly been training at all, or has he been showing up? Something at WWE? because
1: they had to work out a deal, you know. Like, oh,
2: I mean, he's known, yeah, but I mean, no, but he hasn't been in the WWE. Like, he's very temporary. He's but also, I feel like he was the last. Like, I think Dana's like, I need to put some pizzazz. I don't think he was ever uh, even a thought when McGregor and Diaz were on that card. I, I don't know. Who knows? But uh, Lesnar, we are. Well, we have it down? To, we
1: have it down to two guys. I threw out Mark Hunt. And then Big Earl Scrakel threw out Frank Mir for their famous rematch fight. It's my one to one right now. My, I think Mir is my, my guy. My take
2: is if it's if it's Hunt, I'm excited. If it's Mir, I'm not excited. Frank Mir as Brock Lesnar calls him. Dude, Mir technically was whipped twice in that in that is their their bouts. Yeah, and I don't think Mir is a lot left in the tank either. <laughs> dude,
1: he has nothing left. To, and he's he hasn't fat. had
2: left. He is anything left in the tank
1: for the past five fights. By the way, he's overweight is like because, a he has a gut now
2: because he can't roid. Yeah, so
1: that's uh, the biggest problem. I think either either way you cut it, though, I think it's very
2: interesting that Brock Lesnar will be fighting. I know. Uh, I'm curious pe- to pe- see what happens. People are saying that they that uh, whoever's going to fight him needs to punch him in the d- d- diverticulitis. As a man who suffers from stomach problems, I, I don't appreciate
1: that. I think it's insensitive. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, should we stick on MMA? There's a couple related things, or should we go right to 60
2: Days in Reunion? Well, I think, first of all, there was that video sent of a man in a jiu-jitsu tournament farting in another <laughs> man's face, and then that man puked.
1: Uh, that was sent from Joshua. Mr. Joshua. Now, that you can find that in the Lad Bible, which apparently is, uh, I think, an Australian, New Zealand-based site. I'm,
2: I'm uh, sad that you couldn't hear the fart, but the guy threw up. And then the guy, the ref goes, what happened? He goes, the guy farted in my face. I didn't
1: watch the video, but it seems
2: like a black guy was the victim Wait, you of didn't it. watch the video? No. Why don't you let me describe it instead of you speculating what happened today? Please, it. go ahead. Uh, no, they were just grappling. There was a maneuver. Um, I don't even know what he got him Sounds in. Sounds more but like a maneuver. He, uh, his face was near his ass. The guy must have ripped a fart. Next thing you know... The guy's like, hey man, he's, he fucking pushes the guy away and then he just pukes.
1: If you were to fight in the UFC, wouldn't you just load up with the fight, that, the food that makes you the gassiest? or would that Most be a guys disadvantage because you'd be uncomfortable? Yeah, you're going to be uncomfortable. But there's so many positions where
2: you can fart. Here, let me watch a copy of the video. Do you think though that people, it's, it's a worthless fucking <laughs> skill. It's going to work one time on this guy. There he is. Other people would be like, fuck
1: he's you. He's in full, whoa, what happened? He's in full guard.
2: Get that guard on. Oh boy, what's that? He's got a real guard on. That's what uh, Earl's boners are called guard ons. Oh boy. What happened? Time well, it's on. not. It's like a 10 second clip. Basically, you get the gist of it. I get the gist of it. The guy rips it in there, the guy pukes and complains <laughs> about it. Which, I mean, come on.
1: Oh, he puked heavy, dude. That must have been a rancid. But he also basically took a bong rip off the guy's ass.
2: Yeah, he sucked it up.
1: So that's why he puked. Like that close proximity, it's just tough to handle. But Tripoli didn't puke in the
2: fart funnel. They did a
1: fart funnel on Punch Drunk Sports, the podcast. Yeah. Ari Shafir put a funnel into his ass piper and farted into it and Sam Tripoli
2: to take like a fart uh bong rip. Ari was eating the wrong foods to get big rippers. He's like, I'm eating a bunch of crap. No, you want the big rippers come from v- vegetables and a ton of fiber. But I think
1: that's that's a personal. Maybe maybe no, no, it's
2: proven. But maybe people though, that have for healthy his... diets rip big rippers. <laughs> Are you trying to say something about yourself? <laughs> I'm, just,
1: I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, Tim Tim, I don't know if he wants a full name shout out. I'll just say Tim because he has his full name big on his T. Twitter. He said, and I, I think this is going to lead to a new segment for us, uh, whether we do it right now or later. But uh, he sent us, he said, You guys need Snapchat and to add Nick Diaz immediately. Last one had street fights in front of tuners. I'm not joking. I, I saw
2: it. I have Snapchat too. Do you? I have it on my phone. What have you been sending Nick people? I'm sending <laughs> asshole pics.
1: Gee, I never I even Spread know. the cheeks. I didn't know. Do you use it? What?
2: No. I'm
1: Spread the Cheeks
2: Johnson on there.
1: So I I saw a still picture. It did look like there were fights in front of legit tuners. Is Nick Diaz around, Barbara? She's nodding yes. Let's hear what happened from from the man (laughs) himself. I believe his ban is over, I think, at the end of this summer. I could be wrong on that. Yeah, dog, fucking August. I'm back in that fucking octagon, man. Well, Nick, it's uh, good to see you. Your brother, Nate, was at the fights tonight in Los Angeles. You could be in town for all we know. Are you in town?
2: Yeah, dog, not even fucking Los Angeles, dog. I'm up in fucking Stockton. I'm a big, big ST, dog.
1: Wow, so what happened? Uh, Tim was nice enough to send you Snapchat footage of, uh, look like tuner fights on pontoon boats. Uh, I don't know if it was in Stockton. What happened? Where was it?
2: Dog, I fucking paid this motherfucker to wax my tuner. I get there. This motherfucker put on one shitty coat of fucking carnauba wax. I wanted to see my fucking face in those tunes, dog, and it didn't happen. So this guy and his buddy, they started some fucking shit with me, so I fucking threw down, man, just beat their fucking asses. Oh, you were in the fight? We are all in the fucking fight, dog. Wow!
1: So this was a this was a over pontoon.
2: Yeah, this dog. Was, always, this
1: was pontoon
2: 09 violence. Yeah, it was tuner crime. Tuner on tuner crime, dog. Did this, this guy is, also own a tuner? He owns a tuner, so we know. And I've seen his tuner, oh. and that's why I asked him. I go, hey, dog, your fucking tuner always looks so fucking sweet. Can you make mine look like that? He's like, fuck yeah, dog, I'll make it. Do
1: you think that he did less than a stellar job because he doesn't want your tuner to surpass I was there his like, dirty L- uh, L- Marino, wherever the hell you put a tuner?
2: Yeah, dog, I think there's tuner jealousy going on. I think that's definitely played a factor in what fucking went down. But, I mean, you know, I was there with Phil, like, Dirty Larry, and everybody the was there. The whole crew. We all fucking threw down with these motherfuckers. And uh, I,
1: I don't want to bring up a sore subject or start any beefs, and I don't want you to be mad at me, certainly, but has your brother Nate got uh, a new and improved tuner since he's gotten a lot of fame with Connie Mack?
2: I mean, dog, you know, he got a fucking pretty sweet tuner, but I mean, my all my shit's fucking custom made. I go to fucking Stockton Tuners, and they're probably like the most high-end fucking custom tuner shop in the country, and... They ain't going to make fucking Nate anything better than what they made me, dog, because I've been a loyal fucking customer of theirs since day one. You're the older brother.
1: I'm going to go out on a limb and say your tuner's at least like five inches bit longer than your... (laughs) Dog,
2: I'd say it's a little longer than that, motherfucker. And probably girthier as well. Dog, it's got some serious fucking girth on it. I bet. Dog, regulation... You I, the regulation size? I had them cut mine in half, dog. I basically have two tuners that are stuck together. You still have that tuner you talked
1: about once, uh, where you rigged up one of your ten speeds from your triathlons on the back, Fuck and that yeah. was what
2: was powering it. Dog, that's why I power most of my fucking tuners with manpower, dog. It's a good idea. It's never gonna go. It's never Fuck gonna. No, f- never gonna be faulty, dog. Because I tell you what, man, when the fucking shit goes down, and it fucking gonna go down, the fucking you ain't gonna find no gasoline. And
1: uh, last question. I know you you got. It. Barbara told me you had to go. You had some stuff to do. You can let us know what that is if you want. But what? Uh, there was a video on your brother's Instagram. I don't want you to speak for him. Maybe you know. Maybe you don't. Of him uh, giving Dana White, the head of the UFC, a Stockton slap, pretty hard, in the in the on the right side of his head. It looked like he
2: boxed his ear. Uh, what was that about? Yeah, dog. When you close a deal, you give him a Stockton slap, dog. You do it when you buy a car. You do it when you fucking, you know, fucking get a house. When you buy anything, dog, from another person, you give him a Stockton so that's, slap. That's, that's how you steal that motherfucking deal.
1: So that's the Stockton handshake of like, hey man, we've reached an agreement. Yeah, dog. Wow. You're like,
2: you slap that motherfucker and you're like, now we got a deal. Here, hey, let and I'll me- tell you what, if you fucking... If you don't follow through on your deal, you're gonna get bigger fucking shits. Yeah,
1: looks like uh, I believe Nick Diaz. uh, Contrary to what he just told us, looks like he was at the fights because there's a picture of Chuck Liddell.
2: Uh, Yeah, dog, I stopped by for like a second. Yeah, dog, that, yeah, he fucking, yeah. <laughs> they fucking stocking the slab, dog, right out that motel, dog. Yeah. They signed that deal outside the fucking motel.
1: Yeah, they were hanging out. It looks like the Turf
2: Motel. Uh, oh, dog, Turf Motel's fucking nice. Might be where the Diaz brothers yeah. are it's, uh. Down. Sometimes we do, dog, when we just want to get a fucking, a little, we, you know, escape from home. We just go stay at the fucking motel.
1: Here's the, Liddell bro- Here's, uh, the Diaz brothers with Chuck Liddell. Here's uh, the Diaz brothers with Matt Serra. So, the new, uh, Nick, thank you so much for your time. We'll let you get back to doing whatever you're doing. Yeah, uh, dog.
2: I got a samurai sword fight coming up. Oh, okay. Good luck. Yeah, right behind the 99 cent store, so we're well, fucking prepping for that shit. It's 5 a.m. It's a little early for a fucking samurai sword fight, but I got some other shit, so... You know, don't get hurt. We uh, we at the show. We're looking forward to you coming back. So. Oh, dog, I and stay
1: drug free, please. I see your brothers doing a lot of Instagram tweets about dog. What- I
2: never did fucking drugs.
1: What oh. are you talking about? I yeah, mean, fucking, sorry.
2: Yeah, I smoke weed. It's fucking natural, dog. It ain't no yeah. fucking drug. I'm
1: just concerned for Nate. I saw him uh, on his Instagram talking about a great present he got, and there was uh, looked to be marijuana. So I just, I'm just. Worried well, I mean, dog, look,
2: I mean, that motherfucker can hold out as long as he wants, but now he's fucking deep in the shit, dog. Yeah, I'm just, they test for that. So be careful. I mean, sometimes they do.
1: Uh, so Nick Diaz, good luck in your samurai fight. Please don't get injured. And And right. uh, God bless the 209. Yeah, man. God bless you and your family, dog. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. There he goes, wow. Nick. Diaz, I, was, I went and to gentlemen. the bathroom. What yeah, happened? Neil, I had to take a uh, huge piss. You'll have to listen to the episode. It was, it's too much for me to sum up. By okay. the way, happy late birthday. Uh, we've had some, we had DeWitt on and then we had the Bushman on to George St. Pierre. I uh, hope he got the dinosaur shaped cake we sent him. By the way, we With need, a belt on it. We put a UFC belt on. We the need dinosaur. To watch
2: the dinosaur show. That is on the docket. That's, There's so much on the so docket. Much. We're backlogged. We'll, we're backlogged to 2017. we're constipated more than Robert was on 60 days in which is a
1: hell of a segue because we need to get to the 60 days in reunion show
2: Robert is the equivalent he's the human equivalent of a segue Robert the, the things the shitty thing that you ride. I would everybody like, hates him. I would like
1: to tie Robert down and run him over with a segue he's a piece of shit. he I wanted Scotty maples if you haven't seen, if, if you don't know what we're talking about 60 days in is a show on a and E become a Danish and O'Neill favorite we love it We've gone over most episodes. I think we missed a couple. But the the last final one is they did. Uh, well, they all know. got
2: out. Uh, they all got out, and now they have the typical reunion. The show. reality the VH show. VH1. Re- some
1: news guy hosted it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> guy hosted it. yeah. <laughs> that guy was a legit he was like a legal CBS. analyst for CBS. Yeah. So then they had Scotty I Maples. fucking
1: schmo. They had Sheriff Noel, and uh, uh, yeah. who looks like I finally realized who I think he looks like. It's Bo- a grown up Bobby Hill.
2: Yeah. He, has, yeah, the, he does. has the
1: hair, the head, everything. Yeah. And then his right hand man, everyone's favorite, O'Neal's personal. Sexy favorite. maples. You have a man crush on I Maples. I just think he's I think <laughs> this guy crushes ass in that shit whole town they live in. And he lives in your home state. Yeah. I don't know if he's from there. He has a bit of a southern accent, but he may Yeah, be. but
2: he's down south, so that probably oh, does. Okay. If, if so you go if you go past Lafayette, Indiana, you're gonna get some southern accents going. So
1: uh Maples, uh let's just jump right to him. Maples confronting Robert. Uh, Robert was taking a lot of pot shots. He called Maples old maple syrup taking a shot at his yeah. weight. He's not he he's stocky. He's a bit chubby. He's stocky. But he's. I'd call him fat athletic. W- yes, he's very <laughs> He's like a bull. He could bull charge
2: you. He's a he's a thick lead.
1: And he has uh, he keeps his hair like Connie Mack, number
2: one on the sides. Or PJ that, Stansbury.
1: <laughs> or Michael Bisbang had that haircut tonight. Yeah. Cub Swanson has that haircut popular. in the UFC.
2: Nick Youssef. A lot of
1: hipsters have adopted that Connie. I think Mack. Connie Maples is the hipster of <laughs> southern Indiana. I think Maple started it. He could so, have. So Maples was—he he was Maples. You could tell had some ammo in the gun because he kind of tell he had some. <laughs> dude, well, all, all he, he had was ammo in the no, gun. So he took. Robert the, was shooting Blakes. Well, and he's—he's he, he's a guy, you know. He's—he he, he can't, had bullets draped over his shoulders. So he waited, bided his time. Then he read the letter because Robert said he wanted to yeah. get out of. They put him in segregation. He said
2: he was. He said the most disappointing thing in his life was that he didn't. He wasn't allowed to go back to which pod did he want to go back to? Was 4D. it 4D? Yeah. Four, 3D, I think. 3D. Uh, yeah. Whatever one was the, uh, which the was shitty. like the fucking yeah. mad that Max. Was the jungle.
1: And so, uh, and so Maples read the letter where Robert begged him to not fucking let him out. He said, "Please, just leave me in solitary." I think, but
2: it's completely worthless. And then Maple did the, the
1: best thing: is he apologized to Zach and Tammy, who are also on the stage, yeah. saying, "I apologize because you two took this seriously, Well, this guy was an embarrassment." Well, then, and then he just ended it at that. Well, then the it, sheriff, sheriff, didn't like the Maples. Hey, we didn't insult you or yell at you.
2: We didn't use that, which he, he, so he's not, so he doesn't have the brightest guy, but he's like, we didn't use that tone. Which we, it it we, wasn't
1: the tone. No, and when he said that, like, we didn't insult you. So we appreciate you. Don't talk to us like that, Maples You could sort tell tone. Mabels wanted to give him an '80s punch to the stomach, like a 1980s movie. I
2: think that they, yeah. I, what I wished is that they had kept him in there, and then at night they turned off all the lights and just broke in and just beat him with the soap and the pillowcase. I, I'd like
1: to organize a Danish and O'Neill. Uh, people pay, and then we all fly to Pennsylvania. Where Robert lives, and we so party him Dude, in his house.
2: How does this guy exist in. He's in, a teacher. After, but he looked like such a fucking cunt. He just smirks all the time. But he, God, but he, he sucks. He, but he acted like such a cunt. This is public. And then when, remember when they showed him his clips, he gets down, oh, he leans forward, he, he puts all the elbows the, this on is the thighs, be good and, and he's time. like, "Yeah." And he has that shit-eating fucking grin. He's such a fucking. Cunt. I like
1: Zach, who came off as like a really modern-day GI Joe type character, a former Marine. Like, like it took it very seriously. He wants that job in the DEA. If I think sh- somebody that came off even better was Miriam. Uh, Miriam.
2: Merriam 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 whatever
1: May May Ali but anyway uh Zach gave it they asked him um, about Robert I won't even waste my breath and Robert like his smirk went off for yeah. the first time and then they well, they then gave him no more time they're like that's it
2: they he's brought done. Jeff in and they're like do you remember this guy he's like yeah he's the guy that got punched in the face by fucking if you didn't watch the show Jeff is uh he's
1: overweight well or- he's that's not even you always start with the weight I'm just describing the guy. <laughs> I know, but he's a st- redhead. He is glad, but he's just like he's a, very, a very meek. No, but he's like a very stereotypical <laughs> couch potato looking.
2: It. It's <laughs> always wait first. <laughs> All right, wait first. You, you whatever. <laughs> what? <laughs> you don't have to get mad. He's a red. I was gonna
1: whether I say he's a redhead with glasses it's, first, or he is. A, he's not athletic. No, I know. I want to set the picture when you describe <laughs> somebody. That's <laughs> so what I was just <laughs> to say. Oh no, I'm just saying it's the go to. It's it? not the go to. Okay. You've exalted, You once assaulted me verbally, because I said Barbara had no tits. That's not weight. <laughs> <laughs> <All>
2: right, well, <laughs> See? Right, all right. See that? Okay, whatever.
1: <laughs> all right, continue on. So he's he's let's just put it this way. He looks like a couch potato. He went yeah. into this show. He lasted three. Three or four days, he got punched in the face by this guy who was off his meds.
2: Oh, by the way, Robert was only in there for three days before he went to solitary. Yeah. I didn't. thought he was in there for like a week. No, he had a very short time. He got out quick.
1: Jeff, uh, since the show, really changed his tune uh, that he was going to punch people. He didn't want to get in trouble well, though.
2: Yeah, they said, uh, so, yeah, so when he got hit and or and when uh, they called him out because he was trading his commissary to anybody for protection to get uh, the lower bunk because he's afraid of heights. And then they called him out on it, and they said, well, or uh, was it Ro- Ro- Roby? Roby was the pod boss. And he was like a—he looked like and, a biker. And Roby, Older, while but like Jeff was buying commissary, just started picking things that he wanted. He made him his bitch. And Zach goes, well, you know, why'd you let him do that, man? He's like, people did that to me. I just slapped their hand away. He goes, well, I wanted to punch him, but I was worried I was going to get in trouble. This guy would have legitimately <laughs> killed him. He would have raped him
1: Dude when that guy hit him the guy off his meds who that guy got his ass whipped in another fight by yeah. the way and uh when that guy hit him Jeff did the standing equivalent of the fetal position. He turned his back. He turned. Oh, he turned he, his back right away, and he, away cu- and he and covered his head
2: and screamed. <laughs> and Maples goes, "Look, I told you you could defend yourself." And he goes, "Well, I, I must not have heard you say that." Dude,
1: that guy had the most annoying, nervous laugh after everything you yeah. said, whether it was funny or not. He would make like, jokes. And He goes, "Hey, <laughs> he do I used to be in sales, and I got a great personality." <laughs> he has the worst personality. And he goes, "So I couldn't turn that off when I'm in there." <laughs> what was he selling? What the fuck was that guy, the guy selling? Was selling his ass. Yeah, no, he couldn't even sell his ass. Scotty Maple said, "You were you were giving everything away, and they're just gonna take it from you. That's not how you act." And then uh, there was the Tammy Barbara
2: tag team on Merriam. Dude, they, first of all, let's say Tammy is no longer a police officer. She retired. I, uh, she claims she retired. I honestly don't think she had what it takes to be a cop anymore. I think her six foot seven uh,
1: wife said, "Hey, hang it up." Yeah
2: You're not Emotionally stable enough To be a fucking police officer Hopefully they get a
1: child To fill Tammy's uniform Because she looks oh. to be About four foot eight Jesus. And uh, Tammy and Barbara Really jumped on Miriam
2: For, for no reason
1: it, Except it Purely out of racism Trumped up charges It was It really just got it In their head oh my they just uh, really got it in their head That Miriam's a bad human It seems to me She's a nice lady She remember.
2: made him a, And she apologized for saying That the lady rode the short bus And then they would not let it go And then Tammy of course Storms out saying <laughs> I can't take it anymore I can't I, I can't deal with this And she fucking stormed out <laughs> I was like What I would like to have a, a list of things that she can deal with because she can't deal with shit. Plus, she claims she's not emotional. She, she goes, I'm usually not. She cried on the
1: post show like five times, yeah. on the real show like 50 times. She's a mess. And Miriam's like, I'm
2: just, hey, let it go. Motherfucker. She like, hey, it's over. I'm telling you, I'm sorry. She's like, I was just trying to help the lady. I said the wrong thing. And they're like, oh my. And then she goes, my brother rode that bus. And then Barbara, she says, <laughs> You said that, boss. How insensitive. These are people. I was like, you fucking cunts, By the way, uh,
1: to Miriam's family, rest in peace. To yeah. uh, Muhammad Ali, a legend, passed away. Uh, sad to hear before Connie Mack, before any of the great shit talkers, Chael Sonnen, before even wrestling, like, the shit talking was big. There was Muhammad Ali.
2: He re reinvented... Uh, well, who knows? There could have been a guy in, like, there were, I think 1894 there, I think that was talking I think there was a guy shit. that, like,
1: way back, maybe pre-Ali. But Ali, in terms of, like, boxing and mainstream sports,
2: yeah. was definitely uh, a game changer. He yeah. put boxing on the map. I mean, like, w- it was already on the map, but he made it, like, a global phenomenon. Didn't
1: leave a, uh, a perfect life. Uh, definitely not yet uh, a lot of... Uh, a lot of women that he would carouse yeah. with. And uh, some got into Nation of Islam a little heavy, later retracted that, as well as Malcolm X. But uh, overall, had a hell of a life. Terrible to see
2: someone uh, deteriorate <laughs> yeah. like that. I mean, it was a fast deterioration. It was his last, it, his last fight. Like I said, there's a documentary out about his last fight, and this guy can't even punch the speed bag. And his, I, I blame his camp because they were like, oh, he's fine, he's fine. This guy, his motor skills were completely fucked, but yet he still fought his last fight. What's crazy to me in the NFL and even in boxing and
1: it, is to see like those guys, like because they said so many boxers who weren't even born before Ali, like his last fight, but like they like the guys now still love him. But just to see, that's like what could become of you yeah it's crazy to be like hey i'm gonna keep i want to get into this like it's pretty crazy
2: how crazy is it that uh who's the guy from raging bull who am i thinking uh what's his name Uh, uh, Robertson? jake lamotta (laughs) he's still alive he's 94 years old he hangs out at stanhope's place in arizona but how the fuck are you he's been in some wars how the fuck are you still alive at 94 yeah it's just i don't know brain dead just a sheer will to live yeah, it's
1: crazy, but uh, yeah, that's that's sixty days in, and a uh, big shocker at the end. Don't worry oh, if you yeah. if you miss the show; they did a preview. They're coming right back, and Zach's. Big beef cannon wife will be on the show.
2: Somebody tweeted it's, me about those beef cannons. She is a she's a she's a beautiful woman. He's got and some BC. The crazy thing is, he was in there for three months or sir two months. Yeah. Then they're together for ten days, and then she goes into the fucking can for another sixty days.
1: Not and, uh this isn't a spoiler because it was on the trailer. There's one guy. Who they're singling out for some reason and just making gay advancements at this guy as a <laughs> joke? They're, they're flopping their dicks in his face. Some guy comes out naked in high top sneakers and everyone's dying.
2: <laughs> that now that guy's got some problems. <laughs> that guy's that's you're in bad Whew. shape. But Je- uh, Jeff so had nothing on that guy
1: until until we see that season. This is uh, sixty days in. On, that's a wrap.
2: Yeah, great. But great oh, season. by the way,
1: I did some research on Barbra because I was like, something seems. Something. See, I, I I could tell when I found out Barbara did background work as an actor. I, I could sense that she had she needed to be famous. I remember, her mother was on and said, "Barbara just needs to realize that she's okay and doesn't need to do all this extra stuff." Yeah.
2: Well, so what'd she do? Barbara's written two books. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! Uh, uh, please tell me they're fiction, non-fiction, non-fiction.
1: What are they about? Uh, okay, so. Hold on, oh, let god. me I would love
2: to see a Barbara fictional novel
1: uh, It doesn't sound like the nonfiction has gone much better Oh shit, I just erased one, I think Hold Dude, on. just look her up Timeout. Look That's crazy Too Is bold. it on parenting? Yes Oh, you, how the fuck? What do you know about parenting? Well, not about parenting It's about uh, being like a teen mom Oh my god She was
2: 19 She just barely made the fucking cutoff you can't write about being a teen mom at 19. What the fuck is her name? Hold on. Literally, that's, it's, you're out of the fucking game at 19. You're about 20 years old. Wasn't she out of high school? I thought she said she had a kid when she was 19. I'll tell you. her hair. <laughs> it's not like having a kid. You know what? You know who sh- whose mom should have written a book about being a teen mom? Isaiah's mom. She was 13 when she fucking had him. Which is crazy,
1: by the way. They revealed that on an episode. I was, I was very shocked by that. The Bushman uh, would have been proud. Bushman likes to party. He and did he say said, he, would, uh, he the,
2: recommends fucking at 13. Yeah, don't wait so long, everybody.
1: Okay, so. Barbara wrote two books. One <laughs> two in books. 2011. Wait, she, what? One in 2013. Here's her 2011 book uh, description. Ready? Yeah. And you can tell me, Ah, uh, what do you think? Okay. When a young, 18-year-old student and horseback rider.
2: <laughs> oh, wait. that, that play a <laughs> crucial part in the fucking story?
1: Finds out she's pregnant. Her <laughs> life is turned completely upside down.
2: She's riding for two now. Maybe
1: may the horse's baby.
2: She's From <laughs> our two. show. Oh, man. From our
1: show perspective, might be the horse's baby. She struggles to keep her beloved horse.
2: Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! About her struggle to keep a fucking horse? Are you fucking kidding me, dude? This, she struggles. To, her fucking. She's pregnant. She's got to keep her horse.
1: I think the horse is what in her stupid stomach. Stupid fuck! And stay in school while dealing with domestic.
2: hey <laughs> <laughs> get that fucking horse. What a fucking idiot, Barbara. A young girl's struggle. With pregnancy, keeping her horse, and, <laughs> and staying in school. Well,
1: this part gets heavy while dealing with domestic violence and abuse, depression, and the arrival of her newborn baby. I shouldn't laugh at that. <laughs> but it's the horse that I'm Why don't that.
2: you wear a condom? They have to get
1: rid of your horse. As she, be- as she becomes a new mother, she realizes that nothing is more important. God, ah, that horse is. You
0: fucking yeah, that horse
1: is. <laughs> then the love of her child, and then everything changes. Dude, put a saddle on your baby
2: and ride that. So uh, that's the first book. Wow. That's 2011. Dude, I hold on. I gotta take a breather here. <laughs> do you want to hear 2013? Indeed. I don't even. I can't even wrap my head around the first Wait, book.
1: let's hear what 2013's about. Oh. God. So you say Barbara? You've already written one book. What else do you have to say? I'll tell you what she's got to <laughs> say. She's got a lot, I'm sure. A young horseback rider's life. Ah! <laughs>
2: Dude, what, what is the obsession with this fucking horse? A young
1: horseback rider's life is forever changed when she discovers oh, that she's pregnant. She went right back to the well. Same book. She struggles to stay in school and keep her beloved horse. Wait,
2: wait, wait. Did they just, is this just a, did they reissue it? Or these is are this two
1: different books. No, this is the same fucking book. Let me see the name. Dude, it's the same fucking Let book. Let me see the name just to be sure. She's... No, these are two different books. Uh, it's Majoring in Motherhood is the first. Second Chances, the
2: memoir of a teenage mom is she's, the second. She's like, nobody bought the first book, so maybe I should write a second book. That's exactly like the first book. She
1: struggles to stay in school and keep her beloved horse while dealing with frightening outrages from her boyfriend, a growing belly, emotional turmoil, and life-changing decisions. Dude, this okay. is an ending you will want to miss.
2: Okay, someone's got to play bar. Who wants to play bar broad? Who wants to play the mom getting ready to take the horse away? By the way, do you want to hear
1: just before we do that? Of course. Cool. Some quick reviews. Yes, I do. <laughs> I want, I want. Here's the 2013 book. Uh, the the author definitely shows Wait, her will young you, age. Will
2: you read this book?
1: Will you get this book and read it? It's only in paperback, so it would be hard. I would have to get it off Amazon. That's where I found how it. How much is it? Uh, let me look. I may have to do a Kickstarter. By the way, we have to talk about Danish and O'Neill yeah. series. Um,
2: let me see how Dude, much you, it is. You know what? And then give it to me because I want to read it.
1: I don't read a lot of oh, books. Uh, but you can um, get a used one for eight eighty eight. Let's get it. Or you can get one for seven nineteen.
2: Yeah, get that one. <laughs> get the cheapest one you can find. Hold
1: on, let me get the this, the
2: first one. Had more scathing reviewers. Okay.
1: All the reviews are terrible. Are they?
2: Are they current? Is there the people that recognized her from sixty days in, or are these no, other people? No, I think they were just people who, just, who like
1: wanted to read this book. Who just
2: took a shot?
1: I think there was one girl who loved it. She's like, "I'm a teen mom. I love
2: this." Uh, what did I do? Hold on. People, who takes a shot on a... On a uh, who is just scouring Amazon and finds this book and goes, you know what? Fuck it. Let me just take, give it a read.
1: So... Um, okay, so this is a recent review. This is, a, I think, a 60 Days Inner. June 3rd, 2016, one star... This is like, this is yesterday. The author starts out with a story about her fifth grade teacher. It's quite the fitting start because the author writes at about a fifth grade level. (laughs) The writing style and the stories themselves smack of someone who's been coddled their whole life. Someone whose parents and friends read her school essays about being a teen mom and proclaimed her a wonderful writer. You should write a book about your life. Just because one is a young mother does not mean they have a unique story to tell, or at least one that's good enough to carry a book. Even if they do, it doesn't mean they will be able to tell their story in
2: an interesting, gripping way. Oh, dude, I got to read this In this case, the
1: overuse of amateurish descriptors, uh, it says some, in, in prettyifying prose, is highly distracting. The storytelling is choppy and trite, and the author off- offers absolutely no insight into the issues she attempts to handle. Yeah, it's all about that fucking horse. There are so many missed opportunities. Sadly, it's not that she hasn't found her writing voice. It's more, <laughs> it's more that she hasn't even grown up yet. The book is full of issues, but one of the biggest is that the author comes across as puerile, overindulged, self-serving, unsympathetic, and wholly unlikable. Any of those things alone are the kiss of death for a memoir, but together they make an already painful read absolutely unbearable. Who writes a memoir at 19? The stories uh, read like the poor attempt of a child trying to sound like an adult. It was so awful that I physically cringed, rolled my eyes, not something I often do, and even giggled a few times. One one small (laughs) example In a sea of much larger issues, when recounting her alleged unfair treatment by a teacher, the author interjects a juvenile aside jab at the end of the story. I guess you got what you deserve, bitch. (laughs) Like I said, juvenile and not the insightful book this could have been. That sounds like Barbara. So this is the author's first attempt at telling her story. Unfortunately, her second is no better. I cannot recommend-
2: Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. This lady goes, the first one's horseshit. I'm going to give her a second try. What if this is her mom? Uh,
1: then two people gave that one five stars, but, uh, something they're both, I think they both are young mothers or, uh, young people. I'm sold. I, who the fuck published this? Um, I don't know. And why two? Why two of the exact same book? Do they have it on Kindle? Maybe. Dude. Second book. No one. Let me see where the whole, oh, someone brings up the horses. Hold on.
2: Um. Yeah. (laughs) I gotta hear about those. Seems to be a very she's she just can't get over it.
1: This book sounded as if a fourteen year old wrote it, very choppy and adolescent like. At least I only paid ninety nine cents for it, and, oh, that, and that's where about. The fuck
2: did they buy it? We gotta find about, that book,
1: and that's about what it was worth. <laughs> Would not recommend. I do not. I don't like this at all. Very childish writer. This person
2: <laughs> that wrote this has a lot of growing up to do. Do you think her husband must have read this and like, this By is the way, what I gathered from reading
1: this is the kid is not, the fir- at least the first kid is not the husband's. Whoa. Because he wasn't beating her. Dude, it might Except have been. then she settled into like a life of being an army wife.
2: It might have been the guy who was running the stable. Might have been Jack judging by the kids are redheads.
1: Um, yeah, so yeah. So that's Barb's, uh, those are Barb's books if you're interested. Barbara, uh, she's an author barbs big someone beefy read it books. something tells me it's like 20 pages because someone said they read it in a bookstore
2: <laughs> they read the whole fucking book. yeah
1: they said it they go it's paperback well, very cheaply the pages were like coming undone as i
2: read it do you think they would have that at the library no no way no, way. no fucking Where, way what bookstore carries this it's got to be a local one i don't know maybe now the 60 days in but why would you write i don't get why write two books that sound exactly like, The first one, obviously, was
1: horseshit. I think she's just trying to find her voice. I think she's just, I think she's clamoring for fame.
2: Of course. She got fucking,
1: she's writing a book about this show, guaranteed. Dude, she may
2: have gotten pregnant just to get attention. Who knows? But uh, anyway, let's move on. Also, uh, that MTV show, Teen Moms, has been around a long time. She may have been trying to get on there and they're like, you're too old. And she's like, damn it. Yeah, she could have been getting piped for that reason alone. I think she runs off with Maples. That's how that story <laughs> Dude, ends. Maples, wouldn't it? <laughs> that lady's below the caliber of ladies at Maples is pounding.
1: Um, so let's get on to Danish and O'Neill. A lot of people had, if you don't know, a lot of you who aren't on Twitter. Oh, yeah.
2: Go on, on YouTube. YouTube.
1: We, we have uh, three episodes that we shot. A lot of people wanted to know. Like they said, are you going to talk about shooting them? What happened? Who was
2: involved? <laughs> yeah, it was such, it. Was uh, it was like the heart of darkness? If you've seen the documentary on the making of Apocalypse Now, <laughs> that was the. That How was can the they story. find
1: it? You go on YouTube and type uh, in
2: Danish and O'Neill. Well, t- type in Danish and O'Neill. The first episode is called uh, Babysitter. And if you type that into YouTube, it'll clearly come up. The second episode is called Bigfoot. And the third episode is Rhonda part one. So please. uh, You can easily just go to Danish O'Neill. I think if you scroll about halfway down um, on the list they give you, you will see our YouTube page. It is actually the picture from our Twitter. And uh, just click on that and you'll see. And then you'll also see below it. All the things that we like are all the other videos that we've written and directed or and written. Please, uh,
1: please watch those. It helps us out. And, uh, and click, tell a friend. Click, and
2: subscribe to the channel.
1: Click like if you could, and uh, really, really would help us out. Uh, we shot we uh, the incomparable Pete Peter Lazarus from the Peter Lazarus Experience, the PLE. <laughs> yes. What up, Pete? Uh, he directed them, and uh, he also edited them. We've worked with him a lot in the past. He uh, worked with us on Daddy Knows Best.
2: As the editor, as yeah. As
1: editor. And, and, he, uh, yeah, so uh, we, and he
2: directed the uh, video where uh, Mike Black, the comedian, gets a load of jizz shot onto his face. So we, uh,
1: we wrote these things, and we, uh, we, you know, in this day and age in entertainment, it's kind of in the DIY era. You have to do it yourself. And so uh, we've... You know, all of our experience is behind the camera. We've written, we've directed. We said, "Hey, let's uh, let's get out in front of the camera." We had some ideas, and uh, we wrote three of them because uh, you know it's it's tough. A lot of people said when we put the three out, "When are you going to do more?" And it's tough because you, you look at that and you figure, "Oh, like yeah. that costs nothing," but there it's, is money. It's
2: it's a lot of money and time and effort, and even in like a small thing. That's why. You know, people shit on movies being shitty and this and that. It's a miracle that movies even get made, period. With the amount of manpower it takes to get any little thing done, it's always 10 times more than what you think it's going It's just take. a lot
1: of, uh, you know, a lot of people who have to work <coughs> together to make it, to get it done. Uh, yeah. You know, people who do sound, people who do just, there's just a lot of different jobs that need to be done and done well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we we, we made did it those on a
2: shoestring budget. Shoestring
1: budget, uh, as usual with stuff that we do. We reached out to uh, a lot of friends at the comedy store. A lot. Some people asked who Rhonda was. It's Whitney Rice, very talented. Yes, very uh, funny. Whitney she, Lee Rice, I believe her name she's is on, on Twitter.
2: She's on Twitter and on YouTube all the time.
1: Uh, Earl Skakel was in there The aforementioned Grabbing his dingus He's doing what he's good at Some people asked If DeWitt was in it He was not that Some people thought He was That the guy, was Ryan Mervis A man by the name Of Ryan Mervis He used to work At the comedy store uh, Our friend Sandy Danto Was in it um, Your lovely lady friend Was in
2: it Yeah Her, she, was, she was in two episodes Let's see if you can find Which yeah. one she is uh, she, you know, She's a <laughs> chameleon Where she, you might not be able To tell that she's in one and in the other
1: um who, who am i leaving anybody else there's other people uh,
2: there's a lot of other people uh, uh oh there's jonathan john, daniel brown from uh project x he he's done stuff with us in the past Paris john
1: Peralta. john Peralta? john little
2: yes john little <laughs> the
1: incomparable john little yeah and uh am i missing i'm trying to think who else
2: is that it oh jeff richards yeah, Brenton Biddlecomb. Jeff
1: Richards of Saturday Night Live fame and Mad TV fame. Andy
2: Lazarus, the Pete Lazarus experiences brother.
1: What up, Andy? Uh, so, yeah, we had a great time making them. People asked, are we going to do more? Um, we have we- a lot.
2: Thing, well, here's the thing is that we have a lot of uh, stuff going that... Uh, is going to help us pay our bills. Yeah. So we have to do that first. And then we would love to do more. Or we'd love to, you know, whatever.
1: And we've considered Kickstarter Go. and what have you guys. Say, you know, a couple people think uh, Bill from Buffalo said he would definitely chip in. Uh, but we'll you know, we'll keep, keep that in mind. But uh, right now, we're not sure. We just wanted to film those
2: three. And we want to get viewed. Uh, we, we just want to get them viewed.
1: Yeah, put them up. We want to, you know, and entertain. Share so them with your friends. We just wanted to make something. And so far, thank you guys for the people who have watched. Yes. Uh, great feedback. A lot of people seem to like them. Uh, we appreciate it. We, you know, we wanted to make them, put them up, and see what people thought. And it seems like, so far, people enjoy them. So that was the goal, and uh, I don't tell, know, we'll tell see Tell your what friends, happens.
2: subscribe to the channel.
1: Yeah, show show your family. You know, there are a couple of you had the uh, Dr. Nova and uh, Johnny from Buffalo. Both, uh, they were like, this would be perfect for Adult Swim, which is kind of... Yes.
2: Well, that's what we were aiming for.
1: Yeah, so we were like, oh, that, it's good, because you never know if what you're doing is going to come across, or if like, they're like, what yeah, the fuck is this? Yeah, that's what we went
2: for, and it was nice that people recognized it.
1: So, please, check those out if you have the time. Uh, we would greatly appreciate it. Leave comments on there if you want. Yeah, um, and yeah we'll, s- so that was that.
2: Since John Little was brought up, you had spoken to me earlier that you have a dating no, profile. Think,
1: but I want to leave it for when he's on.
2: Oh, okay, okay. But it's perfect for him.
1: It really <laughs> is. I want to bring up uh, a place that maybe uh, I feel bad already. I may be the source of your death. Um, I told you about I saw a show on the animal uh, planet. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And it's about a town uh I believe it's near Manitoba. I could be wrong on that. I'm not great with Canadian geography or geography in general. Who is? It's uh it's Churchill, Canada if you want to look it up. And this is a place, it's uh, the population's 800 and it's so high up that it uh borders is it Antarctica, is that the one up there? <laughs>
2: no, that's, no, that's North Pole. North, the, the Arctic circle's up there. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. At, yeah. Sorry. Antarctica's down on the other. I'm unintelligent.
1: <laughs> So, uh, so this place is 800 people, but it's in the polar bears' migration path. So every fucking from I think like November to December, there's like a six weekish period where the town gets more polar bears in it than
2: residents, which is crazy. Which is insane. And you say people are getting murdered by these bears on the way home from bars? Uh, Somebody they weren't
1: murdered, but during while they were filming, someone was two people were mauled. Uh, There's one night. Not to death. They were going to survive, it oh, like. But, I mean, you want to get mauled by a polar bear?
2: No. And you said they leave everyone leaves their cars unlocked and their doors unlocked to their homes in case you're running from one.
1: In the town. That's how crazy it is that everything's unlocked, that's crazy. which I would be doing a lot of fucking in these
2: cars and houses. But wait,
1: the, it's so crazy that every night wait, there's- wait, it,
2: wait, wait. How? What? You would just be streets. running in there? Yeah. Saying, you're, uh, saying a bear was attacking you? Yeah. Me, and, then, and
1: then you would- No, I'd run in there with a female. Oh. And then go in the
2: bed. But you might you probably chances are you have your own home. So but why what if I did it? There? I'm homeless. There's no homeless people in this town. <laughs> They're fucking dead.
1: So in this town, there's an air siren. Hold on, let me get the air raid siren. <laughs> Every night that says, "Hey, you got to get off the fucking streets
2: cuz it's getting dark." And like, do they, uh, does this coincide at all with uh, any amount of uh, daylight? Like, you know, they have 24 hours of daylight in some regions up there. Does that Get inside, everybody! Get inside! Polar bears are coming.
1: Ah, uh, so they play it. Yeah, I, is I, it did,
2: is it total darkness or did it show? No, that, it was dark. It okay. was dark
1: at night. Um, and so they the only time kids are allowed out after that air raid siren is the Halloween night. In which is insane. Why this woman goes? We're basically baiting our children because they're carrying around bags yeah. of candy. Has there ever been an
2: incident? Uh, that night they have a helicopter flying over. Yeah, but so, so basically these kids are like the president of the United States. They're just fucking, yeah. there's people with guns all around Cause them.
1: they go, they, they go, we realize this is a tough place to grow up and we want to give them some sense of a normal life.
2: Oh really? Oh that's Okay. <laughs> so go trick or treating while there's fucking bears running everywhere. And are you uh, kidding me? Dude, that's they, not a sense of normal life. They
1: have guys patrolling like red Dawn and pickup trucks with guns. It's crazy. I it's insane. That. You want, it. and you said so you I, want to join the yeah. battalion.
2: If I because, want to join the bear battalion. It's in October.
1: I tell O'Neill he instantly when I told him started looking up jobs in Churchill.
2: Dude, <laughs> oh, right now there's only a, there's a, a chef. chef position. <laughs> Doctor Nova, uh, sous chef. Hey, Doctor Nova, if you want to go there, you be the chef. I'll be the sous chef. I don't know anything about it, but you could t- show me the ropes. Dude, this town is so remote that they can
1: only get food supplies and gas and stuff via airlift or train. And they, this guy claimed that to get uh, five gallons of gas can cost upwards of $50. 10 bucks a gallon. Which is insane. And he said- Those are European uh, prices. What, he said? He said something, what else did I tell you? He said whatever it was cost $12, but it was like something crazy like toothpaste or something odd.
2: Yeah, what did you or say? Or no, me? milk. Yeah. A gallon Bil- of yeah.
1: milk is $12. It's insane, man. He it's, goes. He goes. It's so hard to live here in terms of price. Drink the gas. It's cheaper. He. I did drink gasoline when I was about four I or know. five years old. Uh, didn't. I don't remember really what it tasted like, but I'm assuming it wasn't good. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it tastes like fucking grain alcohol. Yeah, probably. I was still <laughs> drunk a little bit. So uh, it's. They said these people all have to work numerous jobs like and and they all make one guy goes we make a lot of people here make 75 percent of their income in that four to six week period because tourists fucking bombard this place to get pictures of these bears
2: because they they drive these armored vehicles filled with tourists and they go out and they view the polar bears yeah the polar bears attack the vehicles they try to climb them dude they,
1: they have a jail they set traps when the polar bears get too crazy, and they lock them up in a jail for thirty days, and they airlift them out like fi- fifty miles north to be like, "We don't want
2: you here." What I think is a lot of the jobs, uh, the postings go up in like November, so right after the season, and I think that's when I got a strike. But I'm so still you want checking it for
1: 2017 season.
2: Well, I would like to get in 2016. No, I'm saying though, you're saying you think that 16. Well, if things booked. don't pan out. Yeah, then I'm gonna have to go with 2017. So Anil's
1: moving on Maybe from the mountain line He may be a polar bear I'm
2: still I, although I
1: don't I'm think still they, up with that mountain although line Although they don't want hunting I don't think They shoot cracker shot Whatever that is Yeah that's means. fine I'll what shoot does that mean? cracker shot What is that I don't know Is it literally crackers And a gun No
2: <laughs> sure, break up. Maybe they just pelt him With like rock salt
1: They said it's not gonna kill him
2: Yeah but it just it Hurts him Enough to scares him
1: One 19 year old kid Was up there from, Dominic Was up there from Chicago His hey, mom Jimmy Pitt His mom wanted him To go to college His old man wanted him To be Mechanic. He said, fuck that. I'm moving to Churchill. He uh, was the apprentice of some crazy old man who I told you had all these Alaskan dogs that are supposedly going extinct chained up (laughs) in the outside, just literally doing nothing. He said he wants to save the fucking breed. And this kid, he told him he wanted to fire at the polar bear. He Whatever he did, he misfired, and it's bull-charged the guy, and he had to reload it quickly and shoot it See, until it ran yeah, away. <laughs> that's a
2: problem, man. It's, uh
1: Are you ready to handle that?
2: Yeah. I'm willing to take that responsibility on to save this town from a polar bear <laughs> epidemic. Do you I'm guys, like the Jesus Christ of Churchill. Will you guys weigh in? Will O'Neal meet his demise? No. If he well, I'm not going to meet my... What am I going to... You think I'm going to wait till it gets like real close?
1: By the way, a super cute chick was working with this guy who runs a sledding company where he like, takes tourists on yeah. sled rides.
2: Maybe I'll meet her while with I'm With the there. dogs.
1: This chick was, uh, what was her name? I can't remember. Oh, Mackenzie. She was, I That's think, a good name. I think she That's was like a hot chick name. She was 20. That at, is a hot chick name. Had knuckle tats.
2: Ooh, I like that.
1: And uh, she weighed probably 100 pounds, but she kept volunteering a for, like, small for me, hardcore but. jobs, dude. And she went out drinking on Halloween night when someone got mauled, and she was very concerned after that it could have been her. <laughs> but, uh <laughs>
2: you imagine me drunk? I'm going to get killed by a fucking <laughs> you polar bear. There's no bears. You're yeah, pissing. look at this. I'll show my dick to the bear. You'd be to get- pissing and you'd get it clawed off. I would I would pull it out to just whip it around. Your dick would be in the they streets. Fuck yeah. it, yeah. would there'd be on be, the ground. There'd be five polar bears. They're just ch- tearing my dick apart. Should
1: I? May do a Twitter poll. Should O'Neal move to Churchill to hunt polar bears? Uh, dude, if, really if be if the money's,
2: go, I mean, I think that there's legit money to be made there. Yeah, either dude, that or work on an oil you rig. Better bring fucking powdered milk because
1: you can't afford anything. They better be you. Yeah, I don't you. drink milk. You know what I'm saying they better pay you like
2: $600 oh, yeah, but, an hour. Yeah, but I don't I don't I don't drink milk. I'm sure they pay you well because you have to buy this shit. I'm not going to drive anywhere. I'll ride my bicycle. Do around. you think this town like do they even have like a court
1: system or like if you're the town pedophile and they know you're guilty they just throw you to the bears? Yeah, I would. That's probably what happens. But although when the, the you bears No,
2: when the pedophile's running down the street and the bears are chasing them, everyone locks their doors. <laughs> Dude, I've, I'm going to come back when I write a book like Barbara you should About write two. two why write one? <laughs> yeah, i know i have to wait a year and a half two years. books i think it was probably a year and a half they
1: said though when the bears attack people they don't want them to have to, they they
2: track they down that get bear get that taste of blood man they kill it yeah but aren't polar bears on the
1: aren't they endangered i don't know like
2: i mean there's still enough of them around though they still like to fuck yeah they
1: said they're the ultimate alpha predator because nothing there uh hunts what, them what nothing would, at all yeah
2: not uh, not in any danger. They got all their shit. Like, even the people don't hunt them. Like, nothing. They, these guys shoot them with fucking crackers and then ship them out. I'd shoot them with the soup. Fuck the crackers. Hey-oh! Wait, hit up Ari Shafir. Tell him that I want to go camping with him. <laughs> Do you really? It's, I don't know. It depends <laughs> where he's going. He was looking for a camping, a comic
1: who camps and likes to drink. And I said, that's O'Neal. Yeah. But I mean, he wants to go for
2: like eight days. You want to be one days. on one
1: with Ari. But for eight days.
2: If it's uh yeah, I'll probably end up fucking his ass pussy like every day. Uh <laughs> you'll be he'll be gay for Dude, the
1: stay. I feel
2: like yeah <laughs> as they said on Sixty Days end. <laughs> I uh I think he might be going to some exotic locale. Really? Because it seems like he's like, You're gonna break even, but there is a gig. I feel like he's going to like Africa he or something. Some
1: crazy adventure. Yeah, I want to go.
2: Well, tweet at him, everybody. I say Why don't you
1: just text him? You have his
2: contact. Because I want to be chosen by <laughs> you, the Twitter community. All right. Well,
1: <laughs> everybody hit Ari Shafir. It's at Ari Shafir. Uh, and tell him O'Neill is ready to go camping with him.
2: Is it at or is it Ari the Great? At Ari? It's, it's at it's Ari Shafir, capital A, um, and I believe capital S. Well, I got to find out where he's going first. No, you already asked for the Twitter support. Fine. You're getting I'll it. I'll do it.
1: <laughs> by Amen. the way, uh, never before happened... My father sent me an article. I don't know if he's listening to the <laughs> show. <laughs> you said he's
2: following us on Twitter. Right?
1: I don't want to say that because people are going to start saying stuff to him. He's not following us on Twitter, dude. <laughs> he, the, sh- the
2: shit that's already being said on there <laughs> is—I don't think that using think, his name is—I don't going think to be he knows problem. how to
1: work. I'm hoping he doesn't know how to work it quite uh, intricately. I don't know. He did, he didn't say anything, but I did. I think he's a that. savvy
2: guy. I think he's figured
1: it out. So uh, he sent an article to the whole family, though. But I believe it should be discussed. And I may get the sirens ready for the what beginning of your ti- yeah. tirade or the end, because I don't want you to stop. It's, okay. There's a growing trend, at least in the Boston area, but it says nationally, of parents outsourcing the job of teaching their kids to ride bikes.
2: Oh my God, you pieces of... Wait, really? This is a fucking moment <laughs> in a child's life that it needs to be done. By the way, uh, my brother taught me how to ride my bike, and nobody taught him how to By ride bike. By the way,
1: for the record... I jumped on a bike and I rode like the wind <laughs> and you haven't ridden since. I was self-taught. Rode jumped on and rode. Everybody's self-taught. No, but I jumped on. No, but like people are like I mean, they
2: go, yeah, they go get on the bike and they send you down the road. No, but like there's like, you Did know. you have training wheels before?
1: Uh, probably, yeah. But I just got on a regular bike and I went like the wind, dude.
2: And then what a lot happened?
1: Of people, I just rode. I was fine. Did you ride by and then you never But then you I, mean, I rode bikes in my life. I wasn't like an avid rider, but yeah, I rode. Did you have bikes. a BMX bike? I uh, never had a BMX. Had a Huffy. With a big fat seat, <laughs> with the banana seat, uh, not banana, but like the big fat. seat. Like, oh, like
2: the big cushiony. Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, yeah. I, I always I rode bikes. I rode bikes a lot as a kid. Okay. Like in the summer, I would ride my bike a lot. Like we would go ride uh out to the woods and go bridge jumping. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I'd ride. Yeah. I rode a lot. Never wore a helmet. It was pre, pre that era. Never.
2: When I was back in Indy, I saw a guy riding with a motorcycle, no helmet. And I go, what the fuck? And then I remember Indiana doesn't have a helmet law and Nor does New Hampshire.
1: Free estates in the country. Both of them. Yeah, I love it. Uh, so my dad sent this article. Uh, some fucking idiot couple claim they have been trying to
2: teach their kid to ride a bike for two years. You fucking. Okay, first of and all. they have not succeeded. Is this kid a normal child? Yeah. Is he mentally handicapped? It said normal and it said. Okay, well, you are dumb fucks. I'll paraphrase. Two years. He said he wouldn't... This is a paraphrase.
1: I didn't take it down from the article. It said he wouldn't listen to us. There was a lot of arguing, a lot of tears. You got to <laughs> lay down the law, parents. It sounds like you're shitty parents. You got to lay down the fucking law. Yeah, something
2: tells me it's taking him two years to teach him everything. If you're, it's a, So they fucking went to this lady. So they quit, so they gave up. Two years, two years. Two years.
1: So she said the husband got so disgusted that he said my son's never gonna learn to ride a bike. So they outsourced it <laughs> you fuck like pussies. Are you kidding me?
2: They're paying this lady's making decent. They're scratch. treating this fucking kid like a dog. They're outsourcing his discipline or is teaching him skills. What's They're crazy sending him away.
1: is that the parents are saying we don't want our kid to get mad at us, so we like oh, having a third party and they can they can be the villain. Hey, You fucking get him on that bike and tell him... also, guess what? If the kid doesn't want to ride the fucking bike, then he's not a bike rider. I don't know what to tell you. Or take him on grass and have the fall. It's still going to hurt, but fucking... Everyone in this country up until right now has learned to ride bikes either from themselves or from their parents to go third party.
2: My showing, niece was using a one of those push uh, a balance, a balance, bike. balance bike at two or at three. She was three years My old. My nephew is two years cruising. old. Just got his first balance yeah, bike. Yeah, she's he's cruising.
1: Trying to figure it out. That's how the fuck. That's why the US we're getting fucking
2: soft dude, as hell. Dude, These parents are anxiety riddled fuck faces who are. Pouring their anxiety into their child, and that's why he doesn't want to ride the bike because you're not making it fun for him. And you're making him nervous. Oh, no, he's going to fall. They probably pat him off. Yeah. He fall probably the, can't even fucking move because he's got so much shit on him. Fall
1: on the fucking pavement. It builds character. Yeah, my brother once wh- fucking, I don't know if he stuck a stick in my spoke. He did something. I have a scar on my I, knee to this day on a fucking bike. But guess what? It made me a better man.
2: I asked my brother to put a spoke in my front wheels to see what would happen. And I flipped the fuck over. Who, ha- If you haven't flipped now, over your uh, front
1: handlebars, you haven't lived. Cush- I've done it. Many a time I did it
2: a couple years ago up (laughs) in the fucking mountain. Uh, I might do
1: it right after this podcast.
2: You you don't have a bike. I don't. (laughs) I could 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 borrow borrow one. (laughs) one. Uh, I will say this. uh, My uncle who's insane, uh, fell off his bike at 12 years old. That's why my grandmother blames his insanity on that. <laughs> and he's legitimately insane. I don't know. I think, it, I think the signs of it just started at, at age 12. I it's think that's a reach on her part. Yeah. And if you're that concerned, go helmet in this day and age. Uh, also, I mean, you don't need to wear all this bullshit. This is insane. You're not making it fun for the child. You're probably saying... If you fall, don't worry about it. It's not going to be that bad. You're already saying that he's going to fucking fall. You're, you're putting all this shit on him. You're scaring him. He, what the fuck? Does he, he probably has elbow pads, knee pads, a helmet, probably gloves. My nephew was tentative, and uh, I think my
1: brother told him and I said to him, hey, man, you're probably going to fall. But guess what? You're going to get back up. Yeah. You're going to get on the fucking ride that bike because that's the American way. But these pussies are calling this woman... Uh, she's OG. She's 67. She has like special yeah. harnesses and bullshit. Harnesses for what? To teach these pussies. And apparently, she's been doing this for years, but it's just recently been booming because people are like, <laughs>
2: So this lady's been in the ground. She's freaking, OG. She got it at the basement. Level. She said
1: she started originally because she felt bad for adults who never learned. So it was literally just that. And then oh. these pussy parents were like, yeah. Hey,. Guess what? She does it for that. She can teach our kids. This woman's like, I like that she
2: had experience doing it. Experience? You don't ride a fucking bike? Oh my, you fucking assholes. You know what? You have failed as a parent. If you have to outsource teaching your kid how to ride a bike, you have seriously fucking failed. It's... (laughs) (laughs) Did I throw you off? (laughs) fuck dude this I
1: almost might do a siren myself on this because this enrages me this is it's fucking it's failure
2: it's bullshit it's failure it's laziness and it's you're parenting the wrong way this isn't just about bikes this goes deep into this child's world they are fucking this this kid up this is gonna be everything yeah, everything. Everything's no, going to be No, it's like, already everything. Everything, the problem is everything I'm sure is added up to a discussion. They're going to tell you what might possibly happen. If you don't tell a kid that they're going to fall, they usually don't. And if they do, you you tell them to fucking brush it off. It's if not If you a big can't teach deal. a kid to ride a bike and you're actively trying for 2 years, you're you're that's a bad parent. You know what you should do? You shouldn't bring in somebody to teach them how to ride a bike. You should give the child to a family that really cares. Or
1: bring someone in to teach you how to parent, like no, a fucking real just man or the, woman. Give
2: the kid away to a better family, a guy who doesn't have any problem teaching his kid. That's got to be a kick in the dick for the dude. The one That's emasculating. The one
1: set of parents, I'll say this, and it's very rare, I think, but she, the woman said, Some inner city parents, neither of them know how to ride a bike.
2: Oh yeah, that, okay. That I I can see. But also I guarantee you an inner city kid, you give him a bike, he's going to figure out how to fucking ride it. Dude, it's not
1: hard. You can teach a kid to ride a bike probably within like a week. I've
2: never. I, I mean, if kids. you, I didn't. I never even knew about these balance bikes. But these balance bikes, dude. These. I mean, we, we like, went. My from, niece picked it up in like she was three, In about a month she was on it. They
1: claim and uh, she wasn't using it every day. She was just climbing on it here and there. They claim training wheels throw you off because the bike yeah, usually leans far to one side. Yeah, it fucks up your balance. But uh, now that they have these newfangled balance bikes, which I think are actually oldfangled, uh, I think they
2: are. I think they're just now have just come. Well, because originally bicycles were all balance bikes. Yeah, when they, they came out. no. They, no uh, they were all like
1: Flintstone foot.
2: So I, I saw this and I was disgusted by it. It's insane. Outsourcing. What else are you can outsource? They're like Everything. this was so easy. Why don't we just bring in somebody? I we should open up niche businesses. To Dude, do this lady's things. charging fifty bucks an hour per kid? Fifty
1: bucks, and she was a lot of them are group sessions.
2: And she goes. Some of these kids are coming three, I four might times. This. I might do this. You might be an outsourced man. I might do this. You fucking. <laughs> if you your parents, you're fifty hey, bucks if per pa- head. If your parents and your bunch of cons, you can't teach your kid how to fucking I've ride a to California, bike. California, prime market for oh, us. you. Go to Beverly Hills or fucking Palisades Calabasas. or Brentwood, Anywhere, I, I guarantee you, they're just fucking parents. You who can even don't drive want, down to Orange County, dude. Spend some time with your kid. Put some effort in there. They're not going to learn it instantly, but not it'll take mention, you a couple hours to get a kid up and running. Put some hair on the kids' balls, yeah, and or on have their, them fall on their down. Pussies, I guess, <laughs> or
1: either or <laughs> their tits, whatever, their ass. Get them to fall down. Who gives it? They're going to fall. You're going to fall down in life, and that's where you yeah. got to learn riding that fucking bike. And if you, you're going to sit, you're going to say, "Hey, I can't do it. I'm not going to do it. I quit." Or you're going to fucking get on the bike again. It started though from birth,
2: they raised them to be pussies, to be scared of everything. We're raising
1: a, bu- a bunch of veal in America, and it's disconcerting because if we get attacked... No, the problem is... The be... feel is
2: delicious. These <laughs> kids are not. You can taste their fucking anxiety. We may have to send them to Churchill to fight polar bears. Dude, I'll tell you what. You outsource your fucking kid to have someone teach him how to ride a bike, you're going to end up with a bar bra who's pregnant at 19 writing books about having to get rid of her fucking horse. I wonder if she did get rid of the horse. By the way, I think <laughs>
1: someone said... I forget... I couldn't find it. I think she. I think one of the like harrowing things she had to talk about was putting the horse down. Like how traumatic. wait, why did she have to kill the horse? <laughs> I think it was older. I don't know. The horse died or something. She <laughs> said it was like very traumatic. And the person like this lady certainly hasn't dealt
2: with a whole lot. In what life. the fuck?
1: Real quick, let's let me just get to this story. I have so many fucking stories to get to. This is from old. We're William. almost running out of time. This will be quick. It's from William Whitebread. Oh, Billy Whitebread really uh, fucking sent me a lot. This was one of them. Uh, it's from the Daily Mail, a favorite of, of the Danish O'Neill show.
2: Uh, packed with p- pertinent information. Shame
1: on Tracy Burgess for missing this because it's oh. in his home state of Kentucky. A father in Kentucky sporting a number one dad t-shirt used his daughter as a human shield as
2: cops <laughs> tried to apprehend him. <laughs> See, that's a guy, that guy definitely taught his daughter how to ride a bike. That motherfucker gets
1: irony. <laughs> Jonathan Morrow had entered the Johnson County Sheriff's Office last week to file an emergency protective order against his wife. Told police his wife had run off to Ohio with a man she'd met on the internet. What?
2: Was it Tracy Burgess?
1: It may have been, and he was afraid of his own safety, as well as the safety of his kids. Well, didn't didn't turn out so well for the number one dad, because uh, it was discovered that he was wanted. In Tennessee on drug trafficking charges. <laughs> what the fuck? As he fled the station, he used his teenage daughter as a shield from the cops. Wait, uh, were they shooting at him? The so deputies said they confronted Morrow. He shoved his daughter and tried to run away. Uh, Danny Martin, Deputy Danny Martin, tried to taser him initially after he started running he picked his child up and actually tried to use her as a human shield and at that time i did not have a clear shot with the taser so i had to make sure she was safe oh man deputy said the struggle between officer martin and the suspect landed right outside the doors of the sheriff's office uh where martin was able to taser morrow the man pulled the barbs out got into, oh, got pulled into the barbs out he got away got in his That's vehicle a bad motherfucker got into his vehicle pushed his kid into the vehicle and fled the scene uh he struck a state police cruiser on the way out, and uh, he's wanted. And so I'll give oh, you. Oh, the the in- they haven't found him. I'll give you the info. Um, Wait,
2: the Daily Mail is talking about this. Yeah, this should have been uh, something that Kentucky was really, you know, pushing. It said uh, he drives a mint green Ford vehicle.
1: He's five foot nine. He weighs two thirty. Any more specific on the Ford vehicle? That's Truck, it. car, minivan. That's all. Deputy Morrow. SUV. Be License plate number is five seven zero VLB. If you see this man, do not approach him because he is considered dangerous. He looks like a fucking crazy man. Doesn't he look like the guy we used to deliver groceries to? Yeah. The guy who like we never knew if he had a wife or yeah. a weirdo living with him? Yeah. Uh, so that's a crazy story. Thank you, Willie Whitebrook. man. Number one dad. That's not number one dad material, in my opinion. <laughs> might be in that area. <laughs> <laughs> you think? I hope not. <laughs> I don't
2: know. It's a wild times.
1: Uh, poor kid is on the now forcibly on the run with this maniac of a They'll father. They'll find him. They'll hunt him Did down. this ever happen to you and Steve O'Neill?
2: What? He goes into the police station? Were you ever
1: used as a human shield?
2: No, I don't think he so. He
1: was never a human shield O'Neill.
2: <laughs> Are you kidding me? Steve O'Neill, he was the first man to go out there. He liked it. He would go out there and stand and be tasered. He wanted something to complain about. He wanted something to complain. <laughs> so he didn't that the need a human shield, it. is what you're saying. No, Steve O'Neill is his own human shield. He <laughs> found trouble. Trouble didn't find him. He found trouble. We may need to give him the O'Neill Award for Valor at some point. Some <laughs> well, people on Twitter, get
1: namely on. Poltron, Voltron, were asking yeah. how they could win it. And I said, uh, they got to go kill a mountain lion if they really want yeah. to deserve
2: it. Or do some sort of act of valor.
1: Andrew DeWitt was uh, trying to, uh, he wanted it back. He, it, it plagued him that you stripped him. And I said, I'm sorry, we you cannot give it back.
2: Once commit, it's been, commit an act of valor, another what, one.
1: Once it's been stripped, yeah, it can't go back unless you commit another act oh, of valor. Oh, I should get
2: it. Uh, I carried uh, Thursday night. Uh-oh, I oh on. Hold on before you get to it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Fine, you can go and I'll give it to you at the end. Yeah, you got to give it to me at the end. You got to hear if it's worthy of the act of valor. That's true.
2: Uh, So a comedian uh, for the Thursday night belly room show came in. He was in a wheelchair. Okay. And uh, he came in with a friend. And he goes. I'm performing in the in the belly room and so so, Thursday night
1: is it's a show called Crack 'em Up Thursday, yeah. if I can uh, recall.
2: And there is uh, there's a lot of stairs to go up. So the comedy
1: store, unfortunately, because it was made in the 1970s, yes. not handicap friendly. Uh, it's not our idea, but that's just the way it is. If
2: you want to go to the original room show or the main room show, um, you're okay. You're okay. Belly
1: room, you're gonna have a,
2: to be carried. It's a narrow likely. staircase up. So uh, I carried him up. Outside stair or inside stair? Out or inside stair? so you. It was narrow. It was me. His friend was on one side. Was he on your back? No, I had uh, one leg and under his back, and then his friend had the other leg, so it was three men squeezed into that. Did you touch any of his
1: private areas?
2: No, but three steps in. What kind
1: of weight was this guy working with? He
2: was a big guy. Really? Yeah. Three steps in, his his buddy, who was a big guy, he started huffing, and he, he was shitting on him. He's like, motherfucker. He's like, you huffing and puffing? You got to fucking work out. You knew you had to carry me up these motherfucking stairs that. Oh, and, so he and then he told me, he's like, this guy, he's not even breathing hard. So he wants to give you the O'Neill Award for that. He was dollar. basically
1: saying. What's if, this guy's name?
2: A, I don't know what his name what is. What
1: kind of chair did he have? Do he have like the electronic or do you No, have he, he had
2: like a. He, you could tell like. Uh, He'd been in it a while. It, it, he had like kind of a high, high performance, uh, self powered one. So he's a comic. Yeah. Older guy, probably in his 40s, mid 40s. I'm going to have to say, it is deserving. <laughs>
1: O'Neill gets the award named after him for valor.
2: (laughs) Thank you, everybody.
1: Presenting
2: the O'Neill Award for valor (laughs) to O'Neill. Thank you very much, everybody. (laughs) How does it feel? Can I get a round of applause (laughs) or something? Sure. Hold on. That'd be great. Let me pull that up. (laughs) I Uh, didn't see why DeWitt was pissed when it was stripped from him. It's a good feeling. It feels great. It feels
1: good to win that.
2: Thank you. Thank you. I, I would do it again. Anybody seen Richie? Anybody seen Richie? Fuck you. <laughs> By
1: the way, we have not. Just an update from last episode. Bushman has not emailed us. Uh, apparently, he has not seen Richie since last episode. Yeah,
2: he's not. But you can ask him if he's seen Richie in an email to him.
1: That may be my favorite moment in all of the moments we've had on Danish O'Neill when we played that for him. <laughs> Well, Richie.
2: Well, who's Richie? We'll find a cut, cut of it and we'll play it on our 50th episode.
1: Does that, and uh, then I played it again. Does that ring any bell? Nah. <laughs> he was just so perplexed. <laughs> oh, who's Richie? <laughs> Richie. Who's Richie?
2: Oh, man. Have uh, you seen, did you
1: know that he did Bobby Lupo? Richie? <laughs> <You> wait. Just, <laughs> who? who? Somebody, uh, somebody on Twitter today, I believe it was uh, Spencer, who sent us that uh, something something in the mail for the stickers. He said, uh, it may not have been. If it's not Spencer, I apologize. He said, I tweeted a picture of Seagal. Yeah. And uh, he said maybe he found out who did Ricky. And I was disgusted by it. Ricky? Yeah. It's
2: Richie. Come on. There was a guy on Instagram who goes, I've been a fan from the get-go. And he said, "Uh, what's your email? And he's like, is it O'Neill?" He misspelled it, at Yahoo. And some guy goes, you're not a fan from the the get-go. He goes, I don't want to be a dick. But if you were, you would know that it's O'Neill the Ass Kicker, yahoo.com by heart.
1: May have to play this for that guy who's so upset on Instagram.
2: <laughs> just, yeah. Let me get some of these shout outs out of the way because I've Please. got a lot. Do you want to do them over air raid sirens? Uh, no. Just let me just get them through. Okay. Uh, Alex, I don't know if he wants his whole name uh, revealed. When but he in said, doubt, whole name. He said, <laughs> You guys have ruined podcasts for me by being so funny. As Clips would say, that was nice of him. To we're write. the reason
1: your favorite rapper uh, is no longer your favorite.
2: Also, Devin said on Tad's, I never got to talk about that Grand National, the car. Everybody, uh, they've kind of vetoed it. Would and,
1: you like to talk about it quickly?
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, Grand National's a great car. I wanted one desperately as a child. Uh, I thought when I got older I'd be able to afford a GNX. That was they were limited model. I think they did four ninety nine or five hundred of them. It was the very, it was the more high performance uh, Grand National. And it was, I think, in '87, was one of the fastest American cars made. I really, when now, you talk cars, I really have no okay. idea what well, you're saying. But awesome. uh, it all sounds good. Let me look up a picture of a Grand National. Uh, there it is. They also made uh, another model that had the same turbocharged engine. This looks like a, it was a 3.8 like liter top. Uh, they did have T-tops. What I'm looking at is a T-top model. That, not also, the original Grand National. For some reason, They every also picture, had a turbo uh, model that had the same Grand National engine that I want to say it might have been an Oldsmobile or something. Bizarrely, every picture I see is of a black I mean, Maybe car. they did. Maybe they did have T-tops. Is it only black? Is yeah, they, yeah. They only came in black. Oh, that's odd. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Nate and Zach uh, from- Bo- uh, dude, I wrote these notes so long ago That I don't even know what the fuck they <laughs> yeah, are anymore They know who they oh, are Oh, uh, Ryan Driscoll brought up an interesting thing In a Kanye West song um, Fuck Kanye it's West It's called No More Parties in LA But it's interesting Because in the song he uses He might possibly be using the term yak pussy Really? Yeah, I listened to it Oh, you know what that may be? They call it cognac yak Okay, well he's talking about yak pussy Well, that I ain't... got excited there you go. Also, big shout out to Sean from Scotland. Uh, and then Eddie said the man who we were gonna have to I'll send you the link to the video. There's a man in a bubble who's trying to uh r- spin his way to Bermuda, really yeah, he's gonna and, get uh, lost in that trying no he he got is it Bermuda? yeah, it must be uh he did. he got lost. And then they had to spend $150,000 rescue him, and then he tried it a fuck again. Ugh. Seemed to have no remorse for the amount of money that was spent on his horseshit fucking endeavor. What a dope. Uh, and <laughs> what the fuck? I don't even know what these are anymore. I'm going to have to go back through these again. There's a few shout outs for now. I'm going to get to the rest later because I wrote these notes when DeWitt came on, and DeWitt fucked it up for me. He really did. He was talking, and... Our listeners deserve more respect than that.
1: Wow. There's controversy I'm seeing in real time uh, from our good pal, Hihachi Mishima. Uh, Apparently, Ariel Helwani, uh, he did work for Zufa. Uh, He left, I believe, under some sort of, like I think, either fired or under bad circumstances. I forget why. He says he was escorted out of the building by Zufa staff for the main event. Credential taken away. What? Didn't see the Bisbing fight. Oh, you know why? Wasn't he the guy who was speaking out about the shitty
2: uh, Reebok deal and You'd stuff? He think so. He said, I love this That's sport crazy. and this
1: job with all my heart. I did nothing unethical. I
2: ported it It's also news. a big name in that. That's it. And then I was told we're banned for life. Wow. Which is kind of shitty, man. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, also, shout out to Matt from Australia and Bob. Sent in the 20. Uh, they have a 24 hour challenge, um, and he wanted to know if maybe we could partake in this and record it. Uh, you have to jerk off six times, walk 12 miles, uh, eat 18 and ha- wait, donuts, how, and drink
1: 24 beers wait, in 24 how, hours. How, 24 hours,
2: yeah, it's not possible. Just some
1: of those things
2: don't sound like they're doable. No, I know, not to mention jerking off six times. How many is donuts? A lot. It uh, looks like 18. Dude, my, that's my my handwriting. I, can't, I
1: definitely can't do that.
2: Walk 12 miles on top of it. Wait, is this it. just
1: his challenge or is this like a No, known no, this thing? is
2: like a no. there's a known challenge. People have done this? I don't know if anyone's uh, How many lived. people have
1: died doing
2: this? I don't know if anyone's lived. Dude, you you, you would have lived. to
1: jerk off while walking, while eating donuts, just to get some of this done. I, can't, I mean,
2: if you put some of it in a pool, I might try it. I mean, I, I, the 12 beers alone. I mean, I had 12, 13 beers at, uh, on the Burt kreischer podcast i was done for the day i had to nap i mean we're all we're not young guys anymore
1: i mean we're pretty young yeah we're forever young like rod stewart is that rod stewart i feel young Forever ever young i mean we have a lot to get to in the coming yes. shows i mean we we have, still have <laughs> a big have, backlog on everything we here. still have more seagal audio to go over yeah. We have Guy Fieri article that someone sent me that I have to get to because it's some unbelievable quotes. Well, now we have to read this Barbara book. By the way, Guy, we have to see GSP. Yeah, I have eight billion
2: stories. People, I mean, I have stacks of emails. My that secretary I have
1: Barbara's disappointment. I she and sending by the, me great gems,
2: and I, I mean, by so the way, much going on. Everybody that sends me an email, I totally appreciate it. They're always you know so kind to us uh, and say such nice things. And I haven't, I haven't gotten a bad email yet. Really, not one, not one.
1: Somebody send it. someone send. Oh, no, don't. No. Oh, so, so Bushman. Said, send, send, send Bushman. A, an oh, email. yeah.
2: Maybe we should. I mean, I have a ton of different email accounts, so maybe I'll just <laughs> send him one. Then he's going to be like,
1: "Let me see those titties." Yeah. <laughs> what you <laughs> think? As a woman. Uh, by the way, quick Guy Fieri update. Went to his Twitter. Oh, the new segment, I, I don't know if I even said it, is I think we should go to our friends of the show and maybe have them call in and read their tweets or Instagram comments. So maybe GSP. Yeah. The Diaz brothers. Okay. Andrew Dice Clay. Our good pal Wheels. Yeah. Maybe Ari Shafir.
2: <laughs> maybe David Taylor. Uh, David Taylor <laughs> could make some appearances. Maybe Steve <laughs> Run is easy.
1: Maybe Steve Run is easy. I was thinking, uh, oh, who did I have in mind? Uh, Seagal has a Twitter. Oh, Dikembe Mutombo is a friend of the show. Yeah. Maybe, Wait,
2: maybe Mutombo.
1: Maybe Mutombo. So I think that segment, I think should, I think, I think, especially with the Diaz brothers, is worth looking into. Yeah. And George St. Pierre, he he had a beautiful Instagram picture recently. What was it of? Uh, hold on, I'm gonna have him. Was do it the, him and Mary? Hold on. <laughs> nah, no, Mary uh, only tweets me that 50 times a week, and I couldn't I won't even say it because she will fucking do it. Hold on. Talk
2: amongst <laughs> yourself for one second. All right. Um, again, I have all, I had all these notes because I had written those shout-outs freshly for the DeWitt show, and I can't. I'm still angry that he fucked it That's up.
1: That's why he got stripped of the uh, yeah. O'Neill Award for Valor. If you
2: act like that, you're know no matter what it. act of Valor that you've committed. So,
1: GSP, uh, here's his workout outfit, if you'd like to take a look. Uh, oh, He's, he's wearing <laughs> neon uh, blue and neon green yoga pants, or like, tights i guess what do you call those yeah those Aerobic are, pants. Uh, you know
2: you'd be used for pilates yoga he's wearing typically uh, worn by
1: women running shoes with neon green laces and a neon green shirt he's got a big bag which probably has a how couple can that of- be comfortable at all for your dick like he it's not may have a small wiener could be and so uh george st pierre uh, barbara's giving me the nod she just texted him he said he would do it. it this is uh what he wrote on instagram You know you're starting to get old as an athlete when you arrive for training, see your track team on the other side of the fence, and instead of throwing your bag over and jumping, you decide to make a long detour around the center, Claude Robert to avoid any minuscule obstacle, LOL.
2: Wow, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that is hilarious. It's a good joke. That was hilarious. It's a good Uh, joke. I mean, you got to admit. Any
1: minuscule object. Obstacle. Obstacle. You got to admit that's a good, he's a good joke writer.
2: I like the L. If he hadn't put the LOL at the end, I would have thought
1: it was a very serious statement. Here he is. uh, He's with a bunch of guys. They're in a ring, reunited with all the karate guys after sparring at TriStar, which is his gym. So he's uh, he's doing some sparring. I don't know if he's coming back or if he's just staying uh, active.
2: He's back with
1: the old gang. He's with his old pals. Uh, Let's see if he has any more jokes. What if
2: GSP is going to fight Brock Lesnar? Oh, look at this! He's at the Wild. Hold on. Do GSP fight Brock Lesnar? I don't think so, but who knows maybe, maybe he's bulked up <laughs> Here he is uh,
1: fighting at the wild card gym not far from where we are right, right down now. the street Training in LA for an, uh, for a few days in the wild card boxing gym <laughs> okay <laughs> uh, then he then he goes into all Spanish showing off his Spanish language what? skills yeah this guy's trilingual I French is like a lot of those are very similar to Spanish yeah, but it's so, still he's trilingual yeah, it's still, yeah, it's still different. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, so we'll, uh... Oh, he's training at a karate dojo right here. Where? Is Thanks. he
2: training at this the guy that lives in your fucking buildings dojo?
1: Thanks to RD underscore GOAT and all his training partners and students for welcoming me to their world champion karate dojo.
2: World champion karate <laughs> dojo.
1: Here he is, dude. Look at the kid doing the split. You know it's legit. There's a kid doing a split right in front of the whole gang.
2: What? Where the fuck... Oh, hey, is that the... You recognize a guy yeah. there from the karate world? No, the guy on the left. Is that Benny the Jet? Oh, from like the Ninja Turtles movies? No, Benny the Jet. Oh, from uh, what's Sandlot? what's his last name? No, he's like uh, John Cusack's best friend. But Benny the Jet, he's a kickboxer. Here, I'll I think look it up. is. I'll, I'll look it up. Yeah, me give me it. his last name. I can't fucking think of it right now. I used to love this guy. Benny
1: and the Jet. It looks
2: like him. It might be. It said "world famous dojo,"
1: so there's a good chance it is. Yeah, was he a karate man? As Steven Seagal? He would was say? a
2: kickboxer, or did he do kung fu? <laughs> well, he just did kickbox. <laughs> he did Kiak boxing. Kickboxing. Kiak boxing. I grew up in a bad neighborhood. Oh yeah, look. Uh, I, don't, I was holding. I thought you were looking it up. How am I going to look it up when you're I holding know. my mechanism? I realized around. it. Uh, what the fuck was his last name? God damn it.
1: Looks like, uh, whoa, no, it's not it. Because Benny the Jet from Sandlot came up uh, and it said arrested, but it's not him. Hold no,
2: on. No, just type in kickboxing. Uh, yeah, it here should we go. come up. Here we go. Benny Arquidez. Yeah, but what was he, he was known as? Benny
1: Arquidez is a half Spanish, half Mexican, American kickboxer, martial arts choreo- choreographer, and actor nicknamed the Jet. Yeah. he was a non-contact karate competitor non-contact that's
2: him dude that is him but, but he was, also, but he was also a kickboxer
1: no, but non-contact
2: means what just did you, you do no, he's, exhibitions i guess that's yeah, horseshit. probably but then he had a legit career as a kickboxer where he had full contact he's 63
1: I tar think born in tarzana that was in california as well no i know i think that's him i'm most positive it's him he was born. Uh, whoa! He was born in L.A. The son of a wrestling mother and a boxing father. What women?
2: Yeah. What women wrestle? Eleanor Kerrigan. In 1952, though. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Some sort of Mexican wrestling. By the way,
1: Urquidez came I knew his name because that. Like once I said that, I was like, oh, I know that name.
2: It was yeah. In, it was in my head. He's best boys with John Cusack, who. Uh, they claim is a seventh degree black belt kickboxing. John Q but the there is actor? no. Yeah, he's been kickboxing f- since he was a kid. From one crazy summer. Yeah. Why they call him hoops and not kickbox? Do, well, do you remember that movie that he was in where uh, yeah, he, one he crazy was? A, summer. No, no. But there's another movie where um, vaguely. What is it? It's, it's other eighty movie. Better or, off dead. No, it's the other one, <laughs> and uh, he plays a kickboxer. It's the one with the dad from Frasier. Let me look it In up. It. Let me look it up. It's like we can't, uh, we can't leave people on a can't is, leave people on a cliff Oh uh, fuck. I don't know these names escape me now. It's he, the one where he I think the one where he holds the, the fucking Boombox over his head.
1: Oh uh fuck. I've never seen that actually. The that, sure thing? No. Nah. Grandview USA? No. Go eight. Sixteen candles.
2: No, keep going up. So when the Journey of with Natty Star. Gone. No. Stand by me. No, he wasn't stand by me. Keep going up. He was Go up one, to like 86. He was, uh,
1: he was the guy's older brother who was perfect. Denny's older brother. Oh,
2: yeah. Um. Hot Pursuit. No. Broadcast News. Go up to like 86, 87. Uh, that's where I am. Oh. Say anything. Say anything. Tape it. Say anything. <laughs> this is it. The grifters say anything is the <laughs> fucking thing.
1: I just wanted to, to uh, yeah.
2: So he goes hella skiing with Benny the Jet. Like
1: hella like that's hella cool.
2: No, like they go hella skiing, <laughs> snowboarding or something.
1: That's some. Hella- By the way, he was on Frasier, which is odd. Must have been from yeah, this, from that movie that he did. From from say anything with, with that well. guy. It's so, all right. That's been episode forty-seven, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you hopefully you enjoyed it. We're three away from the big fitty. Yeah. A big five zero. where we're going to get 50 cents to come get on. We a cake. Uh, please, subscribe. We haven't said that yet. Subscribe to That's, the Danish and O'Neill Show on iTunes. You've got to. Uh, leave us a five-star review and text. We're stalling out at 357. There's some of you out there who aren't doing <laughs> yeah. your duty.
2: There's thousands. <laughs> we'll send you up to
1: Churchill to fight the polar bears if you if you don't do it. Please watch Danish and O'Neill, the web series.
2: It's on YouTube. Just type in Danish and O'Neill, O N E I L L, and uh, it'll pop up. It's uh, Babysitter is the first one, Bigfoot's the second one, and then Rhonda Part One is the third. There's, uh, it yeah, ends on a cliffhanger. Three episodes,
1: so please check it out. And uh, if you want, hit us up at, at Danish and O'Neill on Twitter. O'Neill uh, runs the Instagram yeah. every now and then.
2: And uh, we only, I only like to put out special picks. <laughs> special, I like to make it a special thing.
1: I get a special pick in my a hole. And uh, so yeah, we'll be back and uh, enjoy your week and go. Well, hold on, I gotta get the song ready. Yeah, forgot about We did that. some post show
2: talk with Benny the Jet.
1: Yeah, that was uh, that was the post show portion. If you want to, if you're scoring at home, and uh, here's the song. Yeah,
2: PSP dude, post show portion. Yeah.
1: That's for you, Bert. <laughs> Have a good one, everybody. And
2: remember, when, just when you think nobody loves you, Danish and we really like you. <laughs> yep. Take care.